Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is your food judgment? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer. Hello. Hello. Uh, and Bradley, what do we mean? What are we asking here? So um, everybody, well, I, I want, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, some ribs that went viral earlier in the week. Can and people tell got me a story about some ribs? ribs. And uh, it went delightfully viral because people got real rib snooty. They got real snooty about ribs. That sounds about right. And um, I was like, I bet everybody has a food that they get real judgy about. Like, don't you dare mess with blank because there's only one way to make a blank and it's this. Burgers, ribs, barbecue in general, I don't know, fried chicken, you name it. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is for you, what do you get real judgy and real up in when it comes to food, six five one six four one one zero seven one, and as I said, there uh, there were some ribs that went viral, and I saw this when it first happened, and I thought, well, this is delightfully Minnesotan, and people piled on Oof. this tiny little place, um, and you know, like I felt bad for like the individual uh, purveyor of these particular ribs. Have you seen the ribs? In no, I haven't. I I'm going to look right now. Ribs. Should I click ribs. enter? Uh, yeah, okay. click enter. <laughs> and then you get a new window. Thank you. Yeah, make sure you hit enter <laughs> on the machine. Okay, on no, the machine. I just you do real, I need very specific instructions. <laughs> um, uh, this was Lindsay's Barbecue in Jordan, Minnesota. Maybe you've seen these tweet a uh, Minnesota-based sports writer. And I, forgive me, I am not oh, a sports fan. Oh, I have fan. seen this picture. I just didn't read oh. about it. I uh, am not a sports mm-hmm. fan, so I don't know Justin Ekstrom. But he twi- tweeted a picture of a plate of ribs that looked particularly plain. I will be clear. I think that... They're like naked ribs. They look like naked ribs. There's maybe salt and pepper. Maybe. Right? Mm. They're Norwegian ribs, I think is what <laughs> that is. These are Lutefisk ribs. Or Lefsa ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, excited for this. Also, just all the excitement of a Minnesotan. No exclamation points. <laughs> just a period. Excited, excited for, for this. this. Lindsay's Barbecue in Jordan. Has a nice feel to it. Can't wait to taste it. <laughs> and then you have this plate of sad ribs. To be clear. Real naked ribs. kind of sad. Yeah. But uh, some people like plain. Right? Like, look. I Well, I see opposed. something on the side. So there's something that they they intend you to dip. Yeah, so you can dip the rips. Who knows? Anyway, this sauce went viral. Sauce on the side. And uh, people, you know, piled on like crazy, like, come on to Texas. That's where we really know how to make ribs. And you know people who are like this, like, oh, you don't, you know, the secret to ribs or the secret to a great chili is X, Y, Z. So um, that's what got me thinking about it because everybody thinks, you know, they know better. Of course. I mean, I certainly have had this experience having moved from Texas. Like, what do you people know about barbecue? You don't know nothing about barbecue. Look at your ribs. They don't have anything on them. The truth is, uh, 
you can make ribs wherever you are. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what you like on your ribs mm -hmm. and how you like your ribs cooked. Yeah. So, yes. 651-641-1071. Similar to how people piled on these ribs. Ribs. What do you get mm. real judgy about? 651-641-1071. You know what immediately pops to my mind that I get judgy about? Eggs. I know that you sounds are weird. Like a weird egg person. I am a weird egg person. You can She's tell, the egg lady. You can tell a lot about a restaurant though based on what they do to their eggs, right? Like, <laughs> what do you I'm mean? just saying. First of all, first of all, if I order eggs over medium, and they come to me over easy or over hard, I'm like, okay. Mm. Secondly, if I order them scrambled and I can tell they're from powder, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, no powder. No. No, they're eggs. Yeah, nobody should eat powdered anything. That's Thanks. like basic. That's like 101. Should we go to the phones? Yeah, let's go to the phones, egg lady. We've got Tear on the line. Hi, Tear. Hi, Tear. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. What do you get Friday. food judgy about, Tear? I get very judgy about East Coast pizza. Oh, I think somebody who makes East Coast pizza just hung up oh, on you. Oh, Tear, we lost you, but I heard East Coast pizza and uh, I don't know what that all means. Yeah, I However, but pizza is one of those things people get real judgy about, yes. like um, like New Yorkers, yeah. Italians, yeah, Italian, <laughs> like actual Italians. I, I had there is a series of uh, YouTube videos. This delightful woman and this American guy, like, are I don't know if they're married or not, but they do videos where he makes her eat things that like Italians shouldn't be forced to eat. Like, oh my gosh, like Midwestern and she, pizza, wait, and she, she's, she's just Italian. Like, this is not pizza. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? That's on YouTube. Yeah, I gotta watch that because yeah, that sounds fun. It. It's it's hilarious because she's constantly like, "What is this? What is this?" But you know what? I actually want to see more of that because I I think like I always think it's so funny when people are like, "I don't know, is it good Chinese food?" I'm like, compared to what China? Probably no. Yeah, it's an American version yeah. of what you think Chinese food might have been at one point and maybe wasn't, but was a reality and a very important part of our cultural food history. So maybe just enjoy it if it's good. Yes, but the, I want to see more p videos of yeah. people from the actual area yeah. eating the what food. Is this? That, yeah, exactly, that we find ap appealing. Yeah. Let's go to Leah. Hello, Leah. Leah, what do you get real food judgy about? Well, even when I was a kid, and to this day, I would not eat at people's house whose houses were dirty and had dirty kitchens. Well, oh, yes. Well, that's a good Ever. rule. That's even a as a kid. Yeah. Would, I'm like, Mom, I'm never going there again. Their kitchen was filthy. They had a cat <laughs> on their counter eating butter out of the dish. No! No! And she's like, oh, no. you want some cookies? Uh, no, I don't want cat this, cookies. No, thanks. thanks. So much. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> mental picture. Thanks, thank Leah. You too. That, that's kind of one of the reasons I tend to not want to go near potlucks. Bradley doesn't do potlucks because he's like, I don't know what you made. I, mean, I, I don't have, made that. And I don't want to be rude. So but I'm not challenging. But if I can avoid them, I do mm -hmm. because you don't know what people do. In their you know, house. here's the thing, though. Here's this is how you eat at a potluck. Hygiene. I'm here for you on this. There's uh, there's always a number of different ways to go about potlucking. And there are people who feel like they're going to bring the homemade stuff. And then there's lazy people like me. Oh, yeah. Who bring like a bag of chips. Yeah. Or, or like, like I go to the deli the at the Lunds and I grab something. Yeah. And then if you're the eater at that potluck, you just stick to those things. Yeah. It's all good.
But again, I don't know if they like picked their nose before they like opened up their package. And Well, and that's true. And then it's like one of those things where you bring something nice and then everyone else kind of bought, brought something crummy. And then you're just like, well, why did I even bother? But can I <laughs> Not also... that you have a personal story you'd like to share. <laughs> right. About the time you spent a lot of effort but can... making that dip. Can I also just say this? About potlucks, which is the direction we just went. Yeah, sorry. We went and wasn't left. where we started. But I do want to say this about potlucks. There, I was thinking about this this morning. As, much, as hard as the last year and a half has been in so many ways, if we can like select and celebrate the things we're grateful for, I think that possibly potlucks might be not as popular oh, after yeah. we've just been through a pandemic. Oh, yeah. So the good news is... You might not have to worry about these I things, I mean, that guys. would be nice if I didn't. I mean, let's be clear. We've never had potlucks here, I don't not, think. It's been a long time. They're there not, might we be don't like do a, a lot. Like, we've done like chili challenges and yeah. things like that. But I'm talking about like you go to a, a, a place where you don't know people or you know people very like superficially. Mm-hmm. And then you're expected to encounter their Their habits, kitchen. Their habits. Yeah, and I know that I sometimes make food in my underpants. Do you want... To be dragging your tortilla hey, chip I through just my dip. Want to be real clear? Sometimes you've brought me food gifts, and now I'm nor- <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Cheesy. No, if I, if trust me, whenever I cook food for people, I get real because I don't you want get somebody dressed. to get sick. You get dressed. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, I gave you the trots. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> don't pick your nose before you open up those bags of chips. Yes, I'm gonna. <laughs> we are gonna have a little cheat day experience. Uh, it's uh, cheat day Friday. After this, cheat on my day. talk one zero seven one, it's Friday, y'all, and this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one zero seven one, streaming live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, what do we do on Fridays? Cheat. Yes. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day. Taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Okay. Limited summer flavor, flavor, flavor. Pew, pew. Okay. <laughs> Today's Cheat Day Friday experience brought to you by the lovely... I mean, it's not brought to you because we, I, we I bought we it. We brought it. Uh, at the grocery store. It's brought to you by Bradley Trainer. <laughs> Today, it's sponsored by yours truly. No, but uh, I do mean uh, the products were in fact made manufactured Mm -hmm. by one Lay's potato chip company. Mm. And in fact, uh, we are doing the Lay's limited summer flavor uh, series. We've got three, three chips to try today. Uh, Where do you want to start? Okay. Well, I have, uh, we, we have put them on plates left to right. I think let's start on the left. Let's do it like we read. Okay, so chili mango. Chili mango. Now, these are um, like the regular Lay's chips with a chili mango experience. They, Holly, on your plate are the darker reddish ones. Wonderful, Mm -hmm. wonderful. Chili mango. Get tropical this summer. The fruity flavor of mango combined with spice and tang of chili peppers and a tropical treat. Okay. So feel free to put those in your pie hole. These are potatoes. Followed by vegetable oil. Followed mm. by a bunch of spices. Ooh. Lay's chili mango. Yummy. Okay. I didn't so really yummy. know what I was going to expect. Chili mango, hopefully. Okay. The first thing you're going to get is a mouthful of mango. Yep. Mouthful it's of It's like potato mango. Ew. That yeah. doesn't sound good. Right? It's okay, though. I um, don't hate it. 
I wouldn't eat a bunch of them. I, I think one is more than enough for me. Yeah. It's way mango forward. And I don't You're know. You're kind of barbecue I don't know how I feel, though, about fruity potatoes. <laughs> if you keep eating them, I will say the mango gets less forward. Okay. All right. right. Well, it kind of dissolves one. into the chili. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, um, I wouldn't. Let's put it this way. I wouldn't buy this bag, but I would stick handfuls in my mouth okay. if they were the only bag around. Mm-hmm. I know now what it tastes like to me. It tastes like somebody brought these to the picnic and then accidentally spilled juice all over the... Oh. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's what I... Because the, the mango is kind of juicy. Um, I don't know. I'm not getting juicy, but... No, it tastes like juice, not juicy like It's juicy kind of fruit. like... I'm getting kind of like a barbecue flavor with the fruitiness. Well, I, I, I guess I can see where you'd get that, right? With a little bit of the chili blast and don't some sweetness. Sweetness? You know what I mean. Um, okay, so okay. what do you think of those? Everybody quickly. I'm going to give it like a 1.75. All right, 1.75. I didn't love it. I'll give it a nice two. I'll give it a two. All right. I mean, again, I would eat handfuls. I would not buy the bag. All right, should we move on to number yeah, two? Yeah, what's yes. number two? Okay, can we call it the second option? How about let's talk about the second option? When we're talking option. about food, we don't call things number two. No, unless they, well, you know. Summer limited edition flavor. Ooh. This is Lay's. These are, again, the regular Lay's, this time the summer BLT version, described as a summertime picnic classic in chip form. You've got lettuce. You've got tomato flavor wrapped in bacony goodness. Please avail yourself, ladies, of okay. the Lay's Summer BLT. I'm going to tell you Visual. what I'm excited about. Something to uh, get rid of the mango. Right? Oh, I wish we did have a palate cleanser. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited but concerned about how the lettuce is going to come through on this. But the B and the T, I'm excited about. How's? Yeah, put it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And? You can't really, I mean, the lettuce, I suppose, is a suggestion. Oh, I like this one. It kind of tastes ranchy, but really bacon forward. I was going to say, there ain't no lettuce in here. Mm-hmm. It's all bacon. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. bacony. With a little tomato. Which, There's like a tomato essence. Which Ooh. is nice that it's not so bacon forward because sometimes bacon flavored things can just taste like smoke. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a, when I say spicy, I don't mean hot. I mean like flavorful mm-hmm. bacon. I would eat these. Yeah, I would totally eat these. I would buy a bag of these for the backyard barbecue. I would put these alongside a nice burger and right. be happy. What do you guys give the summer BLT from this? Thank you. That one for me is like a four. Because like I said, I would eat that. I will give it a solid three and a half. Okay. Pause. I will all. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
also give it a solid three and a half. Solid. 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 Mm. Number two. Okay. Last up, how are we doing on time? Oh, we're good for time. Totally. I should slow Oh, no, down. we can eat all of these. Just eat them all. Okay, if you're just joining us, we're doing the Lay's Summer Flavor Limited Edition. And uh, this one is actually not the regular Lay's. This is a wavy Lay's mm, flavor. Oh, texture. Wavy jerk chicken. What did that chicken do that made him so mean? Oh, I see what you did there. Okay, described as bring a little island flavor to your backyard. There's traditional spicy, sweet, and smoky jerk flavor in every bag. Okay. So this would be our Caribbean selection. I will say I don't like the smell of them. Oh, what does it smell like? <sighs> jerk chicken. Not, are you not a jerk fan? I am in my mouth, but I, I don't think I like the smell as it turns out. It just doesn't smell appetizing to me. Kind of has like a dog food kind of just, you know what I mean? Like essence. Okay. I'm going to put, you guys have already eaten. Go ahead. Um, I don't think there's much flavor going on on these for some reason. Mm-mm. They smell a lot more than they taste. Yeah. I think it's the anise that you are sensing, Colleen, mm. the component. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, I don't taste any chicken. Do you No. Maybe a little, maybe a little around the edges, but. I mean, I would eat these. Yeah. I don't hate them. I wouldn't put them with a burger. I wouldn't put them with a hot dog. But I would, you know. You know, they'd be good with some sour cream. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be real good. I mean, okay, sure. Interesting. I'll give them interesting. How about that? What what, uh, score would you give these? I'm going to give them. One out of five. A two and a half. Two and a half. Mm -hmm. Holly? I'm going to give them also a two and a half. Bradley? This is a tough one. Oh boy. I'm going to say two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that we all agree the BLT one is really the one that well, sings to us. That's the one that yes. I could see myself actually right buying again and yeah. eating like the whole I bag. I would not of. buy a bag of. I thought they were interesting. It's fun to be adventurous yes, with food. I agree. I appreciate Lay's taking us on a uh, culinary journey, international exploration of flavor in every bag. But, um, yeah. Can I have a question? Turns out I'm really basic when it comes to my potato mm-hmm. chips. Um, are, so, can you, the size that you got, is that the only size they come in? I was at a gas station, okay. and these are the size they had. I'm okay. assuming they have big bags. <laughs> well, because those are like, I actually like the size of that bag. It's like bigger than an individual portion, but smaller than a family size. Yeah. It's kind of like a nice little in-betweener. Um, and I've never seen chips, I don't think, in that size bag. Anyway, I'm here for it. How many servings does it say it is? Oh, God, it's probably four. Really? Uh, two and a half. Oh, look at that. Two and a half servings. All right. And it's 400 calories per bag. We're, we, we're not doing that today because it's cheat day. Mm. We're not worried about that. Nope. I mean, thanks, guys. Yeah. It's been a while yeah. since we've thanks, tried Lays. the Lays. Yeah, thanks, Lays. Uh, can't wait to see what you do we'd next like year. Dip. Yeah, dip would be good. Right. Dip would enhance all three of these Agreed. chip experiences. Agreed. I used to think if you had flavor on your potato chips or your snack chips of any kind that you couldn't use dip. Mm. That's a lie. That, that is a lie. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... David! We'll tell you about them after this on My MyTalk 1071. 
we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Michigan. What'd the state of Michigan do to you? Not them. Nope. Machine Gun Kelly oh, and Megan Michigan. Fox. And I don't know if it's them or if it's L Magazine or if it's the source that they're citing. Oh, that's a lot. But Spots here's the headline. The headline is this. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly reportedly plan to get engaged sooner rather than later. Okay. Oh, geez. What just happened there? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly reportedly, which tells me, number one, we're like a step removed from this. Somebody said, plan to get engaged. It's not happening. It is in the planning stages. The planning for the engagement is in process sooner rather than later, which gives me no definite time. Sometime, but any time. It's so ridiculous. That's what do they quote a source? Like, where does this come from? They do quote a source. So, according to the source, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox want to get married eventually and maybe have some more kids, uh, but they're not ready yet to just now do it. They're, quote, pretty inseparable. Like, whoever this is, the sources, they cannot speak in any definites. Yeah, they're like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Machine Gun Kelly would love to start a family with Megan someday, but right now doesn't seem to be the time in terms of scheduling. Wait a minute. As far in terms as, of scheduling? Yeah. I know. Do you, Your face is, is that my inside. how you do that? Apparently. You just said my face looks like your insides? Well, like, your face is, is showing what my compliment? insides are feeling. Yeah, okay. it is. It means we're Sympathic. Well, you have some beautiful insights. Thank you. Um, you're beautiful on the inside, too. Uh, she said the source goes on to say, but right now doesn't seem to be the time in terms of scheduling. As far as engagement goes, it is likely that this will happen sooner rather than later. And it has been a topic of conversation. This, Yeah, this person doesn't know anything. But their schedules, Bradley, to answer your question about the uh, schedules, their schedules are starting to get super busy again. Probably because they're out and about grabbing crotches and licking tongues. They just want to make sure that the timing is right, since it would be a big step for both of them and their families. I just had to yeah, roll my eyes this at this. Is not it's real. Either they're engaged or they're not engaged. The like maybe someday possibly planning to get engaged, but having it happen sooner rather than later reportedly is not a headline. Someday that well, that's like kind of what um, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra did when they were like. I can't wait to have children someday. Yeah. Okay. Well, when are you going to have kids? You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Oh, uh, I know. Hmm. Who's your D-bag? Uh, my D-bag is Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, Hilaria. And her husband, oh. Alec. And this dumb story. <laughs> Um, Hilaria Baldwin addresses mistakes along the way in mm. new podcast. Do you remember that she's got a new podcast? I just did. Cause you said it. I totally did not remember that. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if we talked about it on the show, but, um, I feel like 
I don't know. Anyway, so uh, you might find because the podcast is about like it was it was about oh I don't I think you were gone the day that we talked about it. Holly, remind me if I'm incorrect because my brain sometimes doesn't keep superfluous bits of information as well. But I believe this is the one where they're going to be like, we've got friends, and those friends are famous. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yep. how did I miss yep. this? Because you were gone. I know, but like, <laughs> I feel like this would be right up my alley of like things I would secretly seethe about behind the scenes. Yeah, well, uh, feel free to seethe now, secretly or in public, in front of or behind the scenes. Preferably into the microphone. But right po- the podcast was described as basically like, we're famous, you want to listen to us talk. That's basically all it was oh, come amid- on. admitting to. And um, But under the guise of like parenting, because, you know, they have six kids. We're parents. So they know everything about parenting, right? Okay. Hilaria Baldwin opened up on the first episode of her podcast that she shares with her husband, Alec, by seemingly addressing the Spanish heritage appropriation scandal that plagued her earlier this year. Oh, what did she say? Also, can we just take issue with the following words that I just read? Mm -hmm. By seemingly addressing? That's not very definite. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. The duo announced earlier this month they would be starting their first joint podcast venture titled, What's One More? Oh, it's so funny. Like, what's one more child? (laughs) Just add it to the pile. (laughs) In which, to remind you, they seek to talk to interesting people about the things that are important to them, the lessons they've learned, and the advice for success they learned through failure. What okay. does that even mean? That, I, I, also, that has nothing to do with the title at all. No. Thank it's you. just, we're famous, you want to hear us talk. Yeah, okay. and now, we have a lot of kids. Now, remember, this whole article purported to tell us what she has to say about her scandal. Is Can't she, wait. I'm thinking, is she going to get into... You know, like, well, here's how I lied to everyone and why I did it. No, here's what you get, according to Hilaria Baldwin. Quote, this has been a remarkably difficult and life-challenging year for all of us between the pandemic, politics, the economy, and raising children in these stressful times. That's... jeez. Oh, Where? Okay, so then what did she say next that addressed the... She had, that is nothing. This has been a remarkably difficult and life-challenging year for all of us between the pandemic, politics, and the economy, and raising children in these stressful times. We all make mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. We're all imperfect, but we are constantly evolving and want to get it right. Each of us is a continual work in progress, and it's by coming together to share our stories, struggles, and wisdom that we can individually and collectively grow and learn. Like she's saying, so all she of read the a self help book and saying nothing at the same time because and that she's means regurgitating it. What I hear when I hear Hilaria Baldwin say, "We all make mistakes along the way. We're all imperfect." Like, bitch, don't come at me because you all have your own issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get to wipe away all my problems by joining all y'all nasty uh, losers. <laughs> so I'm just going to remind you of how imperfect you are. That doesn't tell me anything about what you've learned going back to the initial premise of the article, addressing mistakes along the way. What were your mistakes lady? Does she ever say anything? No. I mean, she says I've spent, she says everything she's already said. I've spent the last month listening, (sighs) reflecting and Mm -hmm. asking myself, 
How can I learn? How can I grow? My parents raised my brother and me with two cultures, American culture and Spanish culture, and I feel a true sense of belonging to both. The way I've spoken about myself and my deep connection to two cultures could have been better explained. I should have been more clear. Mm. And I am sorry. I'm okay. proud oh. of the way I was raised. No, 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 no. And we're raising our children to share the same love oh, and no. respect for both. Did you no. teach your children how to make money off of your not actual heritage with an accent that you don't actually have? And how do you say cucumber yeah. in this language? How like, do you say my native language? I grift? <laughs> right? How do you say grift? <laughs> like, I, I still am not sure. Like, nobody has given me the understanding of, like, or pointing out to her, I guess. Like, I want to watch a reporter be like, why the fake accent? So here's the problem is that she doesn't have anybody in her life that will hold her accountable for the real thing that no, is the real problem. Her husband is like fully his on own board. mess. Yeah. But no, there's nobody saying to her, here's the real like you're focusing on you the wrong piece of this. Right. It was not real. Like, it's not about how you could have been better at explaining it to people. Right. It, it's not about your failure to explain it any more than it is about our stupid inability to understand it that's not the issue yeah and because the problem because they're you know surrounding themselves with people who just are blowing smoke right up their derrieres nobody is saying to them (laughs) or at least she's not listening when people say that's not the thing sorry she made money off of a fake accent and a fake uh cultural heritage yes The, the, the heritage is not fake her ascription, ascription, ascribing it to herself, yes, uh, was fake. Yes, like that was a choice that you made. That yes. wasn't like I am. Like, look, I, I will make this. We probably made this comparison at the time. I studied in Japan for a while. Mm-hmm. You studied the Japanese language mm-hmm. for a while. If you and I walked around with a Japanese accent, people would rightly point out that oh, that yeah. is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. That would be offensive. Well, it would be offensive. In the same way it's offensive for her, but somehow she has this magic dust of like, you know, I just, if I am guilty of anything, it's caring too much about how much I love this thing. I have a Swedish last name. Oh, yeah. If I walked in here on a Tuesday and opened up the microphone and started sounding like the Swedish chef, you guys would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's how asinine this is. And that's what's But that's so, not even the same, It's to be clear. True. Because you actually have that heritage. She does not have that heritage at all. Oh, no. I, I'm not. But see, I'm not Swedish. Oh, I'm Norwegian. Oh, okay. I just have a Norwegian name that's or a Swedish name. Thing, but my point is like, <laughs> it's fine if you did that. No, but the point but yes the point is like we can do this all day long we can draw corollaries for her and present them as like don't you see it and she still refuses to see what the actual problem is like if you spoke spanish Mm -hmm. because you love spanish culture Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that right like nobody's saying you can't speak spanish but like speaking in a spanish accent is not actually like a way to show (laughs) your appreciation of 
Spain. And then going on <laughs> television so and oh my God. making Lady. money off of something. Off like, of how you say then, cucumber then, in this and language. And then to try to gaslight us all into feeling bad, we are all flawed people. No, just you. You are in the this pro- In this situation, you. it's really Actually, just you, honey. Just you, because I don't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't walk around with fake accents, although I do, and they're terrible. Right. And you're not serious. Yeah, and I'm not going around like... And you didn't change your name from, you know, uh, because her yeah, name Bradley. is Hillary. <laughs> it's not Hilaria. Hilaria. <sighs> I broke a sweat again. Uh, oh my gosh. I've got deodorant. Okay, thanks. When she we, does. I actually burned it. When we... <laughs> That's we share. We share things on this show. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, an update on Chrissy Teigen. Actually, a couple updates oh. on Chrissy Teigen. You'll want to you'll want to be present and accounted for for this after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. We stream live at mytalk1071.com and on the My Talk app. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Um, so we've been kind of paying attention to this story over kind of a, and how it's sort of been spider webbing out or the ripples of the story about Chrissy Teigen and some of the um, like really downright bullying, awful, terrible ta- or t- uh, tweets uh, that she sent out earlier in her career. That have started to resurface, um, frankly, after Courtney Stodden shared their their sort of interaction with Chrissy yep. Teigen. Mm-hmm. And it's got layers. And so the, the most recent layer is that Chrissy Teigen apologized uh, via a, an article that she wrote for Medium.com. And then... A fashion designer by the name of Michael Costello came forward and uh, he accused her of being like horrible to him and he produced receipts. Now, Farrah Abraham has inserted herself into the conversation by saying that she also was bullied by Chrissy Teigen, but that Chrissy Teigen hasn't apologized to her directly. All of this is going to come into play. Let's start with Farrah Abraham. Okay. So TMZ caught up with Farrah Abraham and they asked, you know, hey, has Chrissy Teigen apologized to you directly? And she said no. And listen, there's a video of Farrah Abraham talking and it is unlike any video of Farrah Abraham talking you've ever seen because she's actually super coherent in it. Oh, okay. And one of the things she says, and I thought, my goodness, did she practice that? It was actually like a nice little tagline. She says, they ask her, do you think Chrissy Teigen should be canceled? And Farrah Abraham's response is, 
I don't think she needs to be canceled. I think she needs to be counseled. And she talks, I mean, and she does like the whole Farrah Abraham thing about like, she's, you know, she really needs to kind of work through what her apology means and how she's going to make amends for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anywho, that's where Farrah Abraham is in this. Still completely unaware that she's accusing, Farrah Abraham is accusing Chrissy Teigen of piggybacking on other people's celebrity to make her popular while Farrah Abraham is piggybacking on this story about Chrissy Teigen to get into headlines. And this like clip that in this article you posted where Farrah Abraham talks, Uh I'm like, she's such a delightful speaker. Oh yeah. Hello to you and others. You share this life who live a life fulfilled with justice. I'm responding to not only so many alike writers, so that was her um, medium. So Farrah Abraham also wrote her own medium post yeah. uh, in response to Chrissy Teigen's apology. I mean, yeah. it's a whole thing, you guys. It's just become the latest thing to have an opinion about, which yep. is what we do. Exactly. Well, here's the here's the bigger kind of interesting story. So remember I said Michael Costello from Project Runway yeah. came forward and shared uh, screenshots of a conversation between himself and Chrissy Teigen where she said some terrible, awful things to him. Yeah. Well, Chrissy Teigen's camp is saying, hey, those those were doctored. Those aren't real. Those screenshots that Michael Costello shared as receipts for the story that he told about Chrissy Teigen. Okay. Those aren't real screenshots. Okay. And so somebody has done the work of kind of proving how they know that these have to be fake. Do you want some examples? Sure. So among other things, uh, there is, there are questions about the timing of this. So if it happened in 2018, uh, there is a profile photo associated with it that she changed in 2016. So the, the photo that's associated with it is one that wouldn't have been up on her profile in 2018 when he said these texts, okay. these messages took place. Okay. Furthermore, the style of the exchange is in the ombre. Um, what's that called? Like the ombre template, the coloring of it. Okay. That was not available at that time. That would be currently available. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, so they're trying to make the they're, they're trying to allege that these are not real. Right. And so that's all we know yeah. is that that they're uh saying that they're not real and there's no I mean like what is he going to do? I mean how is he going to say no they are real? Yeah, I don't know who's so who's telling us these things that they figured out that these aren't real uh, or they think that they're not real. So Chrissy Teigen's team is saying these are not real and then other, you know, the 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 Twitter sphere is picking them apart uh, and telling, explaining all of those different points. It's how a, they know they're not real. Has has anybody like has her team denied the things that he said? Yeah, her team says the uh, that that they are. Her team has come forward and said those are all doctored. Therefore, they are not real. Chrissy Teigen did not have this conversation with Michael Costello to begin with. Because, um, and the reason I'm specific about that is because. You could see wherein they are real or they are not real, but it happened, right? Like right. That's a possibility, but right. they're actually saying that she didn't say those things. They're saying that the, that the, the, 
DMs themselves that he produced are doctored. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you assume that they're saying that that never happened as well, right? Yeah. Because if they, if she did say them and there was some proof somewhere, they wouldn't be saying, they wouldn't even have come forward. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it is, again, the, hats off to the Twitter sphere because they were all about this. Yeah. Like they were on well, it from the beginning. I, you know, I, it's hard for me to say, like, I don't, I don't understand why Michael Costello would come forward and say, she did this to me. I have the receipts Mm -hmm. and then produce something that was so obviously fake Yeah, because there are, I mean, the, the points that the people are making, the points that the people who are calling this out as fake are making are accurate points. Like the timing of the way that the, the DMs look, Mm -hmm doesn't add up yeah. at all. And I, and I don't know. I the, the reason I brought up, like, are they specifically saying that she didn't mistreat him in the way that he's accusing? Like, don't get caught up on the specifics of, like, texts and screenshots and all that, because I feel like if you're focused on that, you're not focused on the issue. And right. the issue for Chrissy Teigen is the way that she treated people that she has had to apologize for. When you get caught up in the details of this particular conversation about, you know, these screen caps are fake. It's taking you off of the message, which I would have thought her team was a little bit more. I mean, sure, if you want to show that people are incredibly uh, trying to discredit her further and you want to prevent that from happening, sure. But I would imagine from a messaging standpoint, it would be very important to just focus on the message, which is, right. I don't know why he's saying these things. And we have reason to believe that those aren't legitimate. So, but you might want to ask him why that's the case. We're more focused on the work that Chrissy is doing to, you know, um, repair the relationships with the people that she actually feels an obligation to like that just seems a better way to deal with it than like let's get all nitpicky about screen caps which again might be very valid i don't know because i like i don't know sure like we love to go down rabbit holes and we have seen so many occasions where people are willing to do and say things that aren't true but for chrissy Teigen, again Focus on the message that you have already put out. Otherwise, you're just keeping all this stuff alive, right? Right. Like you're keeping all the he said and the she said and, you know, the people that are like, well, I know Michael Costello. And but every time somebody references one of these offshoots, what do they also reference? Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. And the original reason that we all got here. So the more that you focus on that minutia, the more you're going to be sitting around, you know, trying to explain the thing that you've already explained about why she did the things that she did that actually were questionable. Well, and, you know, I got to I got to think that. That Chrissy Teigen has got to be like so frustrated with the fact that people keep popping up at these odd times with this new story. Yeah. When like she has said her apology, which whether or not you accept it or felt like it was for you, yeah, matters not. She's done that. She's clearly trying to move forward. And when people kind of get in the way of that, and then they have to scramble, like you said, and try to cover for it. Yeah. She's just trying to, like, move on with her life. Yeah, which is why her team should get on that message. That. I mean, I think so. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your biggest driving pet peeve? 651-641-1071. When you're on the road, what drives you crazy? We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.